This is D2C Journey. We talk to innovative e-commerce leaders driving the growth of exceptional D2C brands. We dive deep into their stories to bring you powerful perspectives and actionable insights so you can build a more successful e-commerce business. Keep up with us at d2cjourney.com. Let's get started. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Dacia Lutova, and today we're talking to Jennifer Christie, the Senior Partnerships Lead at What3Words. What3Words is a global addressing system that's recently stepped into the e-commerce world to great success. Jen, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's start off with an introduction for those listeners who aren't familiar with What3Words. Uh, could you give us a quick overview of what the company does? Sure, I'd love to. So What Three Words is essentially a simple way to talk about precise locations. So what we've done is map the entire planet into three meter squares and given each of those a unique combination of three random words. So what that means is that people can talk to and refer to any precise location. And that might be a delivery entrance, an access road or a front door using just those three words. And I think just to put that in context, I think it already gets people's minds going and they're thinking, well, what, does that, what does that mean? Why, why does that exist? I think where that's coming from is that we live in a world with problematic addressing and street addressing just wasn't designed for 2022. You know, it's hundreds of years old, often when people are back on horseback. And if you actually look at the data globally, 70% of addresses don't actually lead to the front door of the property. And I think if you think about there are people there who live in new build estates and um, they can take years, months to get onto the mapping systems. And a fun fact I learned this week is that um, there are 14 different church roads in London alone. So you've often <laughs> got a situation where you've got road names that are duplicated and then they can get really confused. My dad lives on King's Road and there's another King's Road the other side of town. So his post always goes to the wrong house. And so I think people listening have probably got their own anecdotes and stories. And I think that's what I love about my job is that I get to talk to people all the time about all these different scenarios. Um, and, you know, it's people frustrated because they've moved into a new house and, and the delivery driver can't find them. My brother lives in a house that's got a name rather than a number. And he always spends <laughs> his time on the phone to delivery drivers. So right. it's, it's fascinating hearing from all the different people about all the problems they face when it comes to their when it comes to their address. Awesome. Yeah, it really is such an interesting and much needed service. So um, to take it into kind of what you guys are doing in D2C, how would you describe where the What Three Words team is on your D2C journey? Sure. So we um, there are lots of different use cases for What Three Words, as I'm sure some people might be familiar with it with their own experiences and and, and when they've come in, come to the app themselves. Um, and what we're doing increasingly more of is working in e-commerce and, and delivery. Because to us, it felt like a natural use case for the product. Over the years, I've seen people using it organically. And I think what we really um, are doing now is allowing partners, whether that is e-commerce um, retailers, right through to carriers and logistics partners, to essentially accept a three-word address from a customer to really ensure that, that precise delivery first time. Amazing. And um, for, yeah, like we were saying, most people who know what What Three Words is, I mean, like myself, use it, kind of see it as in a personal context, like if you're um, telling a tow truck where you are, if you're broken down on a country road. So mm -hmm. could you talk us through a little bit more about how What Three Words adds value to e-commerce store owners specifically? Yeah, and I think it's really interesting because that's where I spend a lot of my time is talking to retailers and, and online store owners. 
And I think from our perspective, we came to it as it was such an obvious solution. We're fixing so many issues, actually, when you when you dig deep into it. And that's things like saving businesses time and money and overall improving the, the customer experience. So to us, it just felt like there was so much potential there. And I think to your point that you just mentioned, I think people have maybe come to what three words when they've been using it. Like you said, they've broken down on the side of the road and they're calling up to try and get a tow truck, for example. And I think we're used often out of home. People are trying to meet friends in a park and rather than to give these lengthy instructions of where to meet them, they can use what three words. And I think over the course, particularly through the the pandemic and and we all saw that shift towards online shopping and, and the increase in, in e-commerce in particular, we also saw that shift in how people were using what three words as well, because they weren't breaking down on the side of the road and <laughs> um, maybe yeah. a good thing for a lot of people, but they weren't breaking yeah. down on the side of the road and they weren't using it in the same way. And I think for us, we saw that increased traction towards customer, you know, customers are expecting a lot more and they want things on time. They want things quickly. They want things, you know, the second they place that order. And where what three words fits into all that is that it really just helps that process and helps that process along. And I think, you know, I mentioned earlier just around that kind of cost savings and, and time and money. And I think you can break that down into lots of different things. But I think when I'm talking to, to retailers in particularly, the things they care about is, you know, customer churn. Every time they, that a customer is having that kind of failed delivery and having to engage with a brand to say, you know, put in my, where is my order request? And um, they're going to social media to complain. So it's reducing things like customer churn, you know, more likely that customers will return when they have that positive experience with the retailer. And it's also things like reducing the cost associated with address failure. You know, every time you you can't deliver to that address, you're having to try again, you're having to re-deliver. So that has implications for both carriers and brands. And I think ultimately it then goes into other areas around efficiencies, especially for carriers and, and, and our carrier partners who are working with retailers. It's how can you improve the time spent in that last mile? So as it's that like last mile efficiency gains that are that are really important. And so we've built this ecosystem, which is, you know, it's fascinating. And we're, we're onboarding new partners every week where we've got hundreds of retailers accepting three word addresses, whether that's at a checkout or on, on their accounts pages, right through to software partners. So that's anything from order management systems, carrier management systems root navigation software. I am I am learning a lot about this ecosystem. <laughs> um, there's a lot to get your head around. And then that's everything right through to our carrier partnerships. So in the UK, for example, we work with the DHL Parcel UK and DPD UK um, to allow them to accept three-word addresses from their customers as well to ensure that kind of precise delivery. So it's fascinating. And I, I get to talk to so many different kinds of organizations and different people every day. And I think what's always a delight as well is that at the end of the day, we're all consumers as well. So we've all got those same experiences, even if we're talking about it in a professional context. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not breaking down on the side of the road anymore, but we're breaking down at home because our stuff <laughs> is late and it didn't come. Exactly. exactly that. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. And there is so much room to grow as um, for what three words as a B2B offering. So mm -hmm. what are you guys? Um, how did you guys come to understanding that? Um, e-com is a really big growth point for you? I think we recognize that it's we're here talking about location. We're here introducing a new global standard and a new way to talk about location. And your address and where you live is just so inherent to that. So it just it felt like a natural fit for us and, and the use of our technology. And I think there's so many ways in which it can improve that journey for customers that for us, it, it's just how do we then do that at scale? You know, there's not a particular 
vertical or category where what three words is more or less efficient. I think from a category perspective, there are obvious use cases. I think when I talk to people who are delivering large goods, for example, where actually finding that front door is really key um, when you're carrying large goods, things like perishable goods, food delivery, anything that actually the, the cost of failure of that delivery um, is where it gets really interesting and actually where you can really spe- find those unique use cases that really matter. But we're essentially available for anyone that's selling online and ultimately getting parcels to that to that front door. So that just means we're talking to retailers of all sizes. So that's small and medium businesses and um, some of those, you know, independent owned shops who have moved online right up through to, to larger retailers. So it's a, it's a fascinating space to be in. And I think I mentioned before around some of our technology partnerships as well. And actually, the e-commerce platforms are a key enabler for us, given how many people are launching their stores on e-commerce platforms. I think the advent of all the various platforms there have enabled a lot of people to become sellers in their own right, as well as the larger retailers who are building on these platforms as well. And I think thinking back to our journey and figuring out this vertical and how we were going to approach it and how we were going to tackle it, the partnerships with the e-commerce platforms themselves is, is key to that. And what we wanted to do was essentially make it as easy as possible for customers to be inputting their three-word address and providing those to retailers, but also making it as easy as possible for retailers to integrate and use themselves, which is where the e-commerce platforms come in. And and I think we've got a great um, product and development team in-house here at What3Words. So in addition to building the fantastic What3Words app as well, they're also working on our e-commerce plugins. So if you're built on, for example, Shopify Plus or WooCommerce or Magento, soon to be big commerce, which is very exciting. Awesome. We've created those plugins that essentially make it really easy for people to integrate what three words into their own online stores. And again, if you've built your own store, we have all the components there to do that yourself yourself. And our, our website is a great resource. You know, we try to make it as self-service as possible so people can kind of come in see what's there and get started straight away. So I think in building that whole ecosystem, the the technology partnerships and the e-commerce platforms has been quite key to to figuring all that out and making it as user-friendly as possible. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you've got Shopify, WooCommerce, Magento, you got those big players there, like all supported. Brilliant. And um, as our listeners are mostly e-commerce managers, we can kind of zoom out a bit and talk Mm -hmm. about um, e-commerce in a broader sense. Our listeners are e-commerce managers, leaders, founders. They know how important it is to have a smooth checkout and delivery process, how key that customer experience is. So besides the convenience aspect that we've touched on, how would a listener know uh, if the What3Words offering is right for their brand? No, that's a that's a really good question. And I think um, to your point, there are a lot of gains to be made when it comes to that customer experience side of things and the and the efficiency side of things. And I think what's also really interesting when I talk to brands in particular are the aspects of sustainability that come into play as well. You know, all of these brands are looking at all of the different ways that they themselves should be thinking about how should they be more responsible and thinking about their own sustainability policies. And the context that What Three Words kind of comes in when, when we're having these conversations and when we're talking about What Three Words in this context. I think ultimately it's about reducing the the miles traveled per package. If you think about that last mile and and you've got a delivery driver that's trying to find that front door, that can be anything Mm -hmm. from one to 15 minutes that they're spending there trying to find the right place to deliver that parcel. 
So ultimately, we are contributing to that reduction in, in carbon emissions from, from delivery drivers at that, at that point in time. So a lot of the conversations that we're having is beyond the customer service side of things, actually, this then becomes part of a brand sustainability policies as well and their, and their um, commitments to sustainability. And I think actually a really uh, another really interesting um, angle that I was actually talking to some of my colleagues about it this week is a piece around accessibility. And there was some research actually done earlier this year, which I think was by Witch and the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers. And they'd done research into um, people with disabilities and delivery. Mm-hmm. And actually, they found that seven in 10 people with disabilities had had delivery problems in the last year. Wow. And a lot of that came down to the fact that couriers were maybe not waiting long enough at the front door mm-hmm. to deliver those parcels or that parcels were left in an inaccessible way and couriers weren't able to help and people were, were struggling to receive their goods. And I think even something like that, which, you know, on paper might um, hit a very small percentage of a brand's customers, can have such a huge and lasting impact on that customer experience for those individuals. And I think seeing that, you know, when we saw that data and hearing the ways in which people are using what three words from an accessibility perspective in other places, the the RNIB is using what three words to help pinpoint the exact locations for buildings and entrances to help people get in. And I think bringing that into the context of e-commerce and actually how it can help um, help a large number of people have the same experience around accurate delivery was is just like a really really amazing thing that we're that we're also able to do and, and help people with. So I think there are lots of different ways that brands can also think about how is this ultimately helping. 100% of their customers, like all of their customers and all of the unique needs that they all have. Absolutely. I mean, it's not just about convenience, then it turns into is um, your delivery process reflecting your values as a brand? If your exactly. value is sustainability, accessibility, are you doing the most you can through every single touch point? And rather than just, um, you know, kind of putting your values on your website, you got to put them into your experience, right? Exactly. So Jen, you are in a unique position to work with a variety of D2C e-commerce leads. Uh, What do you see working well? What do you see the rising stars having in common? (laughs) Yeah, I I think you you nailed it there. I think, well, the rising stars are the ones to to look at and look at some of those brands and what they're doing. I think what I see, if I look at it quite holistically, is that the brands that I feel like are doing it quite well are the ones that are leaning into collaboration and partnerships. I think that can be both the collaboration and partnerships they have with the variety of technologies and platforms that they're using and what they can do together, but also working in partnership with other DTC brands and and actually benefiting from um, shared networks and and word of mouth. I think, you know, social plays a, a huge part in this. And I think what's interesting is seeing a lot of now creators Um, moving into developing and selling their own products, for example. And I think there are lots of different ways that brands and individuals can kind of come together. So I feel like seeing those kind of collaborations is definitely something that those kind of rising stars um, that that talks to. And I think I've been going to a lot of events recently, um, which is great because we're back in real life and we get to talk to people in person. (laughs) And um, it is is exhausting as well. Um, I've forgotten (laughs) what it's like to try and do events and meetings and traveling (laughs) when I've worked from home for for two years, but we're getting there. And I think like thinking back on, on some of the events I've been to recently, I feel like the things that keep coming up again are things around personalization of that shopping Mm. experience. And I feel like D2C brands that really want to crack it 
um, are really focusing in on the personalization of that experience for their customers and how are they ultimately serving them with the right content and products that are relevant relevant to them. And I think also those looking at innovation, how can they do things differently? And I think that's always typically where what three words tends to come into it is around, we're looking for those champions and innovators who want to do things differently. And ultimately, our tech is a very simple solution. It's a very simple thing to integrate. It becomes part of a bit of a mind a mindset shift and actually coming with us on that journey. So I think finding those first movers and innovators who want to take something that's proven in so many different verticals and and apply it there. So I think that, and that then applies itself to other um, innovations across the businesses, whether that's looking at other technologies, such as the platforms they're using, the payment technologies that they're providing as well. Mm. I think I can hear our listeners scribbling down notes as you were talking there. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what are you seeing as um, the big challenges in the space right now in D2C? I think if I um, think about it from from what three words and what we're trying to do, and especially coming relatively new into a very well-established vertical, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same if they're launching their own brand, if they're kind of coming into this fresh. I think from our perspective, we're coming at it from we're very much we're building an addressing standard and we're building something globally so it's how do we do that at scale very quickly and how do I do all that last week um so it's (laughs) we're trying to do a lot of things all at one time um, and we're talking to so many different partners at the same time and it's about how do okay and how do we switch these on uh, simultaneously um, and get all of these partners working together um, so I think for us um, and from my perspective that's what keeps me very busy is how do we do everything at once last week um, and do it in a, in a way that's ultimately benefiting customers and I think mm-hmm. similarly those developing their own brands I think that's a feeling that resonates um, even with people launching their own stores and thinking about that it's like how do I do all this well in a in a short space of time So I think for me, it's really about understanding the entire ecosystem and being able to plug in what three words, where it's relevant, most relevant for retailers, for brands, but also for their customers at every point in that journey and thinking about, well, where does it hit and how do we do something that is really beneficial? But I think what's also really fun about it and what's really exciting is that we're, I'm working very much B2B. So I'm working day to day talking to our retail partners, our technology partners, our carrier partners. But what we also have is a big consumer awareness play as well. So what was really exciting was our TV campaign going live. And that went live on ITV a couple of weeks ago. Please do check out the ad if you haven't seen it already. But it was all delivery focused. So obviously very selfishly looking after our kind of delivery (laughs) and and e-commerce work. I was very pleased with our marketing marketing team to focus on that for the the campaign this time around. But it's really great to see uh, a consumer audience in the UK really resonating with the message and just really enjoying the ad as well. Um, But really seeing, well, actually, no, this is something that I can use in my day-to-day life. And it is, I should be thinking about it when I'm putting in my address information and adding what three words to my delivery notes and and getting it accepted at checkout. So I think it's both a a challenge and an opportunity, the the consumer piece, but I think we've got... um, We've got so much opportunity to talk to that UK audience about something that's so relevant for everyone that um, it's what makes it all quite exciting. Definitely. I think that's always a a kind of a a pain point with when you are working with an innovative technology is just however many brands can be on board with it. You also need the people on the ground, like the people 
that are at the end of the journey to understand what it is and to opt into it as well. So I'm sure you guys have your work cut out for you there. (laughs) (laughs) We dig. We dig. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have any resources or case studies that e-commerce leads can explore uh, to see what kind of results they can aim for when they're um, implementing this? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we really like to work with our partners about what matters to them. Um, You know, how are they measuring their own customer satisfaction? Um, I think some are looking at their NPS scores. Um, Others are looking at their where is my order um, tickets, for example, very aware of reviews on platforms like Trustpilot and, and Google reviews as well. So those are some of the aspects that we look at with some of our retail partners is what are the metrics that you're using to define success for for customer satisfaction? And then how does what three words fit into that as well? And then particularly with the carriers. So a lot of retailers um, have their own fleets as well. So they're actually responsible for their own delivery. If you think about anyone that has their own fleets, as well as working with our third party carriers, they're all looking at efficiencies in the last mile. So for them, the kind of metrics that they're looking at is less time spent in that last mile. Are they reducing the number of failed deliveries? And our website is fantastic. I feel like I've plugged that twice now. So the marketing team's been really <laughs> excited. But yeah. we've got a treasure trove of case studies and news stories on our website. So please do, please do check those out. But one example was with a London-based courier company called QuickUp. And we got some of their drivers to essentially run a bit of a test. They were dropping deliveries around London using what three words addresses um, compared to traditional street addresses. And we were looking at things like the speed of pickup, the drop-off, the number of calls made to customers, and ultimately the ability to accurately predict the delivery time for each of those for each of those drop-offs. And I think the the key everyone wants to know the key results, right? Like what did it what mm. what did this mean? <laughs> ultimately, what actually came out of that study was um, what three words addresses using what three words addresses half the time taken wow. to find each of those drop-off locations and reduced um, overall delivery time by thirty percent. And on the call side of things, (laughs) yeah, these these Mm -hmm. are really, these are good stats. Huge results, Um, And I think crucially as well, like the the one that I I like and I talked to was that the number of calls made to customers um, inquiring Mm -hmm. on that delivery location went from seven to zero. Wow. So I think everyone can kind of resonate with the fact that how many times have they called up the driver to be like, no, no, you need to go 200 yards further. Mm -hmm. And I'm the green. You see the big tree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And honestly, no matter how many times I try and order my pizza to my front door it always <laughs> always goes to the street behind every time this and is I, my and I'll story in the delivery yeah yes. <laughs> yeah obviously it involves pizza yeah um, obviously it involves pizza and that yeah. that was a, a great partnership that we recently launched was with um mm. Domino's globally so brilliant any um of Domino's franchise partners globally can now use what three words within their technology system so again it's allowing customers to put in their address for accurate yeah. pizza delivery which for me is very important <laughs> a, a higher pizza per customer ratio excellent <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the future. Are there D2C trends or shifts in the landscape that you're excited about? Sure. So I think I mentioned it earlier. I think the focus on e-commerce has has grown um, exponentially throughout mm. the pandemic. And I think those shift in consumer behaviors and consumer demands will continue to be there. And it's how retailers and delivery partners are able to manage those high demands of customers whilst also still being able to deliver the efficient services that they that they kind of pride themselves on. I think what's interesting is seeing the trends around returns, return technology, delivery to things like lockers. 
um, and kind of ensuring that customers can have that different um, experience, whether it's deliveries to at home or deliveries mm-hmm. to their local convenience store. So I think that's a really interesting thing that I'm watching um, kind of a, a big shift towards. Mm-hmm. There was actually, interestingly, I saw um, DPD in Germany, I believe, launched a concept store last week, which oh, yeah. was actually, so it was a DPD branded store where essentially customers can go to collect their goods Um, But they can also try them on in store and they can see other Mm. products that they might want to buy. So I think also leaning into that sort of omni-channel experience and actually Mm -hmm. being where customers are. And that might be Mm -hmm. on their phone and that might be on their tablet and it might be on their work computer. But then it is is also like where else are they coming into contact with brands? So I thought that was a really interesting concept store piece that I saw. Um, I saw that last week, which was really interesting. That's so cool. And I think also for us, it's like, how does what three words become part of that ecosystem? And I think part of that is working with our carrier partners on what they're doing from an innovation perspective and also looking at our technology partnerships as well and our partnerships with retailers. So I'm really excited about our big commerce plugin going live soon because that opens up all of big commerce's retailers to, to using mm-hmm. what three words, um, which is really exciting. And and we'll be able to announce some really exciting brands in the UK who are going live very soon. So um, I'll be I'll be delighted to share that with you very, very soon. Um, right. And speaking of exciting developments in D2C, uh, which D2C brands are you finding interesting and inspiring lately? I This was a good question. And I've been thinking about this. And I am in the process, fingers crossed, of buying my first home, ah, which exciting. is very exciting and very nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, actually, hopefully, once this podcast goes live, I will be sitting in my new living room with my oh. sofa that I have bought from Sofa Club. And I, I have been <laughs> I have been following so it's a bit of a plug there for Sofa Club, but I've been I've been following their brand. Beautiful segue there. <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is. And um, yeah. but no, I really like their brand. I really like the way that they mm-hmm. present their product, their their personalization. I think the way that their products are branded, they're sort of mixing online with within uh, retail spaces as well. Um, so I really like what they're doing. Um, so that's, yeah, shout out to Sofa Club. And also I really am into my sports apparel as well. So brands like Tala and Gym Plus Coffee are two that I like, both brands that I, I love as well. And I love what um, Gym Plus Coffee has been doing. Um, they're a bit of a, an Irish success story. So um, do check those out, um, those brands, if you haven't if you haven't come across them yet. Yeah, awesome. We'll link those in the show notes as well. And yeah, for our final question, since we've been talking so much about journeys, what is your number one travel destination? Oh, I miss traveling so much. Um, <sighs> also it, me. <laughs> it's so nice to be starting to plan holidays again. And I am mm. I am looking forward to my next trip, which is to Lisbon, actually. Um, oh, Lisbon amazing. is a city that I love. And I've been so many times, but this time I'm going with with some friends. We're all kind of reuniting from all corners of the world, friends coming from Sydney and and Boston, all meeting in Lisbon for a bit of a a well overdue reunion. So yeah, Lisbon for me is one of my key return destinations. Oh, that sounds incredible. I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoy it. It's so, it's so good to be, yeah, out in the world again, as you said. Oh, well, um, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. No, thank you so much for having me. It's you know it's such a it's it's so good always chatting to chatting to you guys, and I think what you what you're doing um what you're doing is great, and I love the podcast. So I'm really oh, really you. pleased to have been on been on today. 
I'm so glad we could、um, chat to you and find out how you guys approach D2C at What Three Words. This has been a lovely conversation. And a、uh, big thank you to all of our listeners. I'm Dacia Lutova, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>